0: Teacher says, every time a bell rings, the podcast gets a new subscriber. Well, ring-a-ling-ling, ring that bell, folks. It's Support Your Local Podcast, the show where we take a look at some of our favorite movies, one chapter at a time. I'm your host, Robert Smith, coming to you from beautiful Tombstone. Yes, that one. Today is going to be a goodie. We are finishing up. uh, We are in the home stretch of our eight christmas movies that i have to see every year and today is a doozy and question mark maybe my most controversial take on a movie you'll probably ask why is it that i even watch this one every year but we're going to find out uh yeah today it is it's a wonderful life the jimmy stewart donna reed classic um little history of it it was released on december 20th of 1946 so coming up on an 80th anniversary here in the next few years budget for it was 3.18 million and the box office on it was only 3.3 million so of the movies that we're doing this is by far the closest to a flop um but coincidentally is right there in the time frame of our Christmas carol movies. So, I mean, it's one of the older ones, but it's still around and is now considered a Christmas classic. Um, It was not ever intended to be a Christmas story. Um, It's definitely not meant to be a Christmas classic. It just kind of became that way by mistake. Um, As I said, it it was commercially pretty much a flop, um, critically, it wasn't that well accepted at its time. It's just kind of grown in, in, in the history and kind of been appreciated more throughout the years. Um, but the reason that it is because it's been in our, our conscious for, like I said, close to 80 years is because the rights to it were so cheap that it was easy for. Uh, many of the the TV networks to kind of scoop it up and then play it uh, cheap for them. It's content, you know, back back before we even had streaming services, even the channels were just looking for cheap content to throw out there. And especially during the Christmas season where people were out doing other things, ratings aren't as big a deal. This was a cheap scoop up, so it played pretty consistently on TV throughout uh, the, the the decades between where it was released and where we are now. And that's kind of where it grew into our consciousness. So we've seen it so many times that it's just kind of became this classic. And then, granted, with the the cast that we have and, and the director of it, um, it's, it's grown in appreciation now that we've seen all their other bodies of work. But yeah, it was definitely not a classic from the start, unlike our, our Christmas carols. It is based on the story The Greatest Gift uh, from 1939. And uh, RKO, the studio, bought the rights to it in 1944 and was originally intended to star Cary Grant. Uh, This was going to be a Cary Grant vehicle. Um, But uh, that uh, obviously got changed and went to um, one of my favorite actors, uh, Mr. Jimmy Stewart, um, which I can't, after seeing this so many times, I just can't picture another person in that role. Um, nothing against Cary Grant. He's a fine actor. Um, I just don't know that he would have been the person that made this what it is. Um, NBC bought the rights in 1994, and now they show it on uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve every year. It is a, a an appointment television event uh, every single year, something that you don't necessarily see anymore. A little history myself with it. Um, I honestly don't remember ever seeing this as a kid. I'm sure my parents probably had it on at some point, but it doesn't register with me. My first memory of it is uh, the clip of it, and what I kind of spoofed uh, at the beginning here, is the clip about the angel getting its wings in, I think it's Christmas Vacation, where they play that Um don't quote me on that. I'll, I'll probably break in with, oh, yeah, it was this. But I'm pretty sure it was Christmas Vacation Movie. It was one of the other Christmas movies. There's the clip of the kid with the bell ringing on the train and says, Daddy, Daddy, Angel says every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. And he you know, does the wink to, to the angel. My first time that I know for a fact I've seen it would have been the year that I moved out and into my own place. So around 21-ish. Um, so we're talking two thousand 2004 Uh, 2003, uh oh, Bad math, yeah, two thousand three. Uh, I got a a bunch of Christmas DVDs, and this one was included in it. So I, it was as I spoke to in previous episodes. Um, it was when I was amassing my Christmas collection so that I could start my marathons, and this was one of them. And I, and actually this one may have been the movie that I, I made it a habit of making sure that it was a must-watch. Must so the other ones I would just routinely watch, um, but this one is, is again, appointment television, so I would go towards watching specifically for that. Um, and uh, full disclosure, this is where my hot take and controversy kind of comes on it. I don't watch this the same as everybody else. So much like the baby it's cold outside controversy of a few years ago um i've actually been calling that stuff for years and uh, long before it was a major outcry i was working at walmart i was working in the inventory control team uh shout out to rich michelle beth um you guys are you guys are my peeps i miss y'all um, but i would tell them every time that it, baby it's cold outside would come on walmart radio I would say, just listen to the lyrics. This is a date rape song. Sorry, trigger warning. Um, but like, I don't see how this is a Christmas classic. Like he is he is talking about um, coercing her in, into something she doesn't want to do. And there's even the illusion of him spiking her drink. And everybody laughed and laughed and laughed, and oh, you're crazy, you're nuts. But then every time it would play after that, they'd go, huh? <laughs> and come up to me and mention yeah it does sound kind of odd okay same thing for this movie so as much of a time-honored christmas classic that it, it it is there's some wild wild stuff that goes on in this movie that i don't care if it was a product of its time Every time I watch it, I have to laugh at just some of the outrageousness that that got by with censors, and we'll get into that here in in, in just a bit. Um, Some of the pros, so obviously the cast. Like I said, Jimmy Stewart, classic. I mean, being a Western buff that I am, I I have to be a Jimmy Stewart fan. Um, I used to be able to do a pretty good impersonation of him. I'm not going to embarrass myself right here with it, Um, but those that have heard it, it's pretty good. Donna Reed, uh, absolutely beautiful actress, great actress. Know her from the the Donna Reed show uh, episodes that would show on at Nick at Night. Um, And then this as well. You know, you you look at her and that's just a perfect example of what back in the day was a classic actress, a a leading lady actress beauty to her and a poise. And and just the she was just kind of that total package in, in regards to that. Uh, Lionel Barrymore, you know, acting royalty, he's uh, Mr. Potter. And um, I, I, I didn't put the two and two together until I was doing the notes for this movie. But, you know, here you have a Christmas classic that has a, a grizzled banker who is looking out for nobody but himself during Christmas time. And I wonder if he is meant to be like an Ebenezer Scrooge, if he hadn't have changed. So if we're if we're doing excuse me like you know as we get into the alternative realities type stuff that this movie steps into is this a multiverse version to bring it to current terms is this a multiverse version of what Ebenezer Scrooge would be. Um so just thoughts tell me what you think hit me up in the comments. Uh and then my my uh another pro is you know as i mentioned is this is just an absolutely bonkers story so good news of it is if you look at it through that lens and you have some gallows humor if you have some kind of dark humor to you it's a very funny entertaining movie um and another pro of it is you know this this had to have been some inspiration uh, that was drawn from it to do Back to the Future Two. You know, I, I talked about the alternative reality. So, you know, here is this guy going back and finding out that, you know, if it wasn't for him or a mistake that he made, the reality would be this dystopian future where this this guy has essentially taken over the town, um, became a, a, a billionaire, and has run into the ground and runs it. In, into, you know, the, the, uh, just destitute and, and, and is a, a horror scenario, you know, so much like, uh, Biff of the, the alternate 1985, you know, the Pottersville, um, would have, would have happened if it wasn't for this character. So you have to think that when, when Bob Zemeckis is, is doing the Back to the Future sequel, see, I got Bob Zemeckis right this time. Um, that he had to have been drawing some inspiration uh, from this from this movie and other stories that kind of follow along this this path. Um, the only con that I have on here, um, or actually, I guess there's technically one and a half. One, it is a dated movie, so it's black and white. It's it's from the the forties. It's not something that my kids are re- re- probably going to enjoy. It's definitely not something Jess is going to enjoy. Um, there's just a lot of of its time stuff in this movie, and that kind of segues into my other con. So I said that a pro of it was just the bonker story. The, some of the cons of it is is the bonker story. So um, I would rather not show my kids a movie and then have to explain, oh, it was a different time back then. Oh, they treated people differently back then. But all right, check this out. Here is some, just some of my hit list on what you should watch for, and I want you to. So Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, whenever you watch this, if you have it on home video, please, please, please watch it. The next time that you watch this, and I I, I challenged my buddy, uh, Harry Reid, shout out to Harry, I know you're one of my listeners. I challenged Harry last year when he said that this was a Christmas classic and he loved it and he loved watching every year. I said, okay, and I gave him my whole hot take, and I said, next time you watch it, look at it through this lens. And I would venture to bet that no matter how hard he tries, Harry probably sees this in a different light now. So here we go. There is in this movie uh, a suicide attempt. So when Jimmy Stewart tries to kill himself to answer for the problems that life has given him, there is a suicide attempt. Trigger warning. There is... A attempted sexual assault so stretch on this there's the scene where they're walking home from the dance and she is in a robe and he steps on the the, the robe and it falls off and she's naked in the bushes and he refuses to give her her robe joking or not it's not cool <laughs> Um, you know, I'm looking through it in, in, in 2022 cancel culture eyes, which I, I don't believe in, but looking at it through the, the, that lens, not good. Um, but also in the dystopian future, when he runs into her, when she's, I believe, a librarian or, or whatever she ends up being, uh, he runs into her in the military and obviously she doesn't know who he is because he doesn't exist. He just grabs her and shakes her and 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 kind of forces himself onto her. Uh, to the dismay of this this poor woman who this is a complete stranger to and this is not the first person he runs into he is aware at that point that he does not exist in this reality it's it's just like if scrooge went back into the past but was in corporal form to where he could interact with the people in there you know fortunately for scrooge they're just they're just shadows they're just memories so they can't see him they can't hear him but in this case they can he's interacting with these people so check it out for that um there is police brutality on several occasions during this there it even goes to the point that when the i i I believe it's off the top of my head it's the same scene it's when he accosts um donna reed he goes running off because the cops are trying to stop him The cop goes down and opens fire in the middle of a crowd during Christmas. Holy crap, guys. The cop just pulls out his gun and just starts shooting at this guy because he ran away. (laughs) Oh, Uh, there is child abuse. So when the 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 boy playing the jimmy stewart character when he was younger tries to tell the uh, the pharmacist who is actively drinking while he is performing his pharmacist duties for good i'm not saying that's not for good reason um he loses his son in the war i believe but still so drunk pharmacist then grabs him slaps him <laughs> It's a uh, uh, chef's kiss on things that you just cannot and should not do in, in today's age. Uh, and then as I spoke on uh, the, the drug and alcohol abuse through, throughout uh, as well. So uh, just throwing it out there, you know, all these things. Hey, what doesn't scream the spirit of Christmas than, than those things? So I challenge you again. Check out the movie watch it through those lens looking out for those people or the, those events and uh, see if see if you uh, see if it makes you enjoy the popcorn a little bit more and you get a more of a chuckle so if you didn't enjoy the movie before you thought it was boring look at it through that lens uh to finish up uh does it make me cry um y- yes i i'm not even going to sugarcoat it so every every single time that I watch that movie, regardless of how hilarious I find some of those pieces, the very end of it—not—not—not not, not throughout the movie—it's just that very end scene, um, with the just how they capture the 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 reformation of character for Jimmy Stewart, and seeing the the community come together and help him, dude, that gets me every single time. You know, I am a sucker for any type of group outpouring. Um, so I, that's why I, I, yeah, any, anytime I see that, um, acceptance and and all that coming from a a community or or people of their peers, that's the stuff that I I eat up and, and gets me literally every time. Um, it didn't always get me when I was a when I was a young adult when I was first watching this you know maybe here and there depending on where my my headspace was but now that I'm a father and such yeah you you see you see the weight of the world being on this guy's shoulders and you kind of i mean not kind of you fully sympathize with what's going on um, and being someone who has who has tried his best to help so many people and you know I can't mention <laughs> I can't mention one of these things without mentioning my dad but knowing that the lives that my dad touched and seeing that that acceptance and that that validation I guess not that we ever do any of this for the for the for the cheers or the props. That's not what it's about but when it is there and it's genuine. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm going to cry like a baby every every single time. It, it just, it, it really hits home when I see it again in, in this different uh, mindset. So that is, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. I uh, hope you enjoy it. Definitely go out of your way to watch it. Um, if you can get a home copy of it, do so. I, I highly recommend it. However you want to watch it. If you want to watch it for the, the goodness of the Christmas spirit, or you want to watch it for the hilarity that uh, that ensues from what I said. Uh, either way, just, just go out and enjoy it. We are very fastly approaching uh, the actual day of, of Christmas. Um, we only have two more to go. What will those be? Keep in mind, these eight movies, they are not intended to be uh, ranked. That's not how I'm doing this. Um, but I may have selfishly uh, left probably my two favorite ones for for last so uh we'll see which ones those are so definitely stay tuned if you haven't already hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcatcher uh, so you make sure that you don't miss those when they roll out uh if you're looking for great christmas gifts for your friends and family hey it's absolutely free to subscribe them up to uh, the podcast i greatly appreciate it Costs you nothing Costs them nothing um but if you are looking for something monetarily i'm just going to throw this out there uh as it is the christmas season if you would like to do a donation uh, somewhere and to make a an, an impact in in somebody's lives um two things that i always 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 uh give to they do great things um, I always give to the Salvation Army um, and I always give to Toys for Tots every year. Um, I, I, we have been very blessed in our lives. Um, we try to do our best to uh, spread that um, and, and, and give back. Um, so if you're able to, even if you have just some pocket change lying around, um, that, all that adds up and that goes towards um, two great causes during this season. One selfish plug, uh, if you're a bowler and you want to make an impact in the lives of our youth bowlers, uh, I do know about this little thing called the Smith Family Bowling Scholarship Foundation, or the SFBSF. Um, It is obviously the foundation me and my family created. Uh, We do uh, reward uh, scholarships to our youth bowlers. Um, so, if you would like to put uh, some some money towards that and make an impact in some youth bowlers' lives, um, hit us up at S F bsf.com um, you can also get there at rts bowlingstore.com uh, there is a donation link there that you can do it through those um, or you can get in touch with me through our social media uh, and i can point you in the right direction but regardless of what you do this is the season for giving um, so please 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 if you are able to um, give to a, a worthy cause that that you you want to do uh, make an impact in somebody's lives but uh, until we meet again folks uh, please Keep an eye on us on social media. We are support your local podcast at Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, If you want to reach out to me for any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, uh, definitely hit me up at SUPP, your local podcast, so SUP Your Local Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, If you have not already, you can rate and review us on whatever podcatcher you're listening to us on. That helps us immensely. It just takes you a few minutes of your time. That's all it costs you. Uh, But on the back end, it really helps us out, uh, gets us moved up in the rankings, gets us into that algorithm. uh, So more and more people can hear about us. More and more people can check us out and we can do bigger and better things. I appreciate that in advance. Uh, Until we meet again, folks, next week, uh, know that I love you. Have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays. Uh, But as always, support your local podcast.